hella black, you feel me? Sorry, recording. <laughs> you know what time I'm coming with? It's a. Uh, I don't really subscribe to astrology, but you know it's Aries season, man. <laughs> Why you don't fuck with astrology, bro? Why don't I fuck with it? Yeah. Well, let me choose my words carefully. <laughs> Might lose some patrons. Might lose some. Uh, Ray, if you out there, I think we fuck with you. I don't think uh, a moon and star alignment, based off of a European concept of time, given the Gregorian calendar that we follow, right? We don't follow the moon. Actually, you feel me? Like we follow. Oh, Aries season starts now because it hit in this month of March. So we're using a, a European calendar to say these stars have meaning over this certain period of life. So you mean we just need to decolonize? We need to decolonize. Uh, is that astrology? I guess so. Yeah. We need to, is, I it, mean, is it astrology? Astrology is the study of the stars. Yeah, it's astrology. Yeah. yeah. We need to decolonize astrology. Well, I think the, the base, what, what the, the base is, I mean, that's facts. If you, you say, say you, so, it's like somebody say, "Oh, you're this your whole life for you, right?" They say what you were uh, a cancer, a cancer your whole life, and, <laughs> and I believe them. And, and you're like, them. "Yeah, I'm a cancer," and then someone say, "Oh no, you're a Leo." Oh, that it makes was Bobby. So much sense. It was Bobby who told me I was a Leo because she actually did my chart. People yeah. were just going off my birthday. So I don't, I don't believe that because of certain alignments, I'm the way I am. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't. I don't give power to the moon over me personally. Like the moon but don't on, have power but over. But on me. a scientific level, like if if we talking about all matter being connected and the moon being something that is composed of matter, wouldn't that have an impact on this? Yeah, I mean, it has an impact on the world. It has an impact in terms of like I think seasons and. You know, time the sun rises at, yeah. and the basics of the concept of time of daylight savings was just shifted, right? Yeah. But again, daylight saving, you feel me? Those the things the sun has impact. Of course, it's connected. We need the sun for vitamin D, yeah. right? The moon changes the tides. But do I think the moon controls my mood? No. How not? How? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. I do. I think. But season moon. shifting have a, a a shift in my mood. The moon and the sun definitely play a role in our mood. The moon and the sun definitely play a role in how we feel. Think about the sun. Yeah, definitely. Remember when it was all like cloudy and shit from from the ash and shit that one summer. Yeah, was was that summer? No sun, where sun was out. Yeah, that remember was, that, that one day, bro. Yeah. It was like niggas were just feeling terrible. Yeah, but is that because of Taurus or is that because of uh, white supremacist capitalism <laughs> that is causing fires? Causing fires. <laughs> you feel me? Like, is it a metaphysical uh, astrology understanding? I think it's of both that? it. I would, I have to believe. I mean, like, even if you think about the pyramids and shit, right? Like, niggas was, we was able to. to the sun, yeah. I mean, the yeah. moon is important. The sun is important in terms of our human experience and our human understanding and even our concept of time. Thousand percent. You feel me? But I'm saying we're using a, a calendar used by. You sound like a nigga who ain't never prayed during a full moon. <laughs> I'm glad I, I did uh, that The shit Islamic before. calendar is based off the moon. <laughs> So what are you talking about? I'm confused. It's based off of the moon, but I'm not saying because the the moon is shit, right? So you when you know when Ramadan is, you feel me? It's based off of the moon, right? That based off your that's like based the off clock. the time, yeah, and the that's clock, and the understanding, yeah, yeah. right? That's 
But am I am I gonna say that the moon as a crescent? I'm just angry when the moon is a crescent. <laughs> is that what they be saying? The zodiac shit, bro. Yeah, like they say. Okay, I mean, I think that's you like, angry here, or okay, you 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 Aries, you a hothead. I'm like, am I a hothead because I'm an Aries, or am I a hothead because think of that? I mean, it's all just a philosophy, right? Like you know, it's a way of making sense of the world. In well, some way, you, yeah. It's like but that, that's what I'm saying. Like for me, I don't science. Yeah. Like I, I believe that the sun, the universe, was all created by a law. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say. Mercury has control over me. Allah has. You feel me? Allah yeah. is the. That's what for me as there's a universal creator. Yeah. And not that. That's where my understanding. There we go. Comes so from. Yeah. So I understand it from. Yeah, I understand the stars and the moon to tell time and the, the way the sun impacts me. But like, I'm not finna like, for lack of better words, like worship it. Yeah, I'm also gonna. You feel me? I'm also gonna reject the colonial development and understanding of it. Like that's where I'm gonna divest from, and it's like okay, because this is his, this is this is why you are the way you are. This is the mood, and you almost cop out like ah shit. I'm a Gemini. This is why I am. That was the way I am. A lot. I mean, you that's, just, me that's like, just a lack of. That's how niggas be though. You feel me? Emotional so, intelligence. Bro, you feel me? So it's like all right. That's where I. That's where my rejections come in. Do I think the moon, the moon plays a role in human understanding? Yeah. yeah. Do I think the sun and the functioning of and our the bodies? And shit, you feel me? And like yeah, planet, of course. Yeah. Like the sun, it's interconnected to us. Yeah. We need the sun as humans to survive. Yeah. To literally grow everything So yeah I, I give praise to the law For, yeah. for the sun You feel me yeah. <laughs> We need the moon You feel me we, It's all interconnected But to say I, I don't say like But you be on my that it's Aries, it's Aries season shit though So <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking man that's, that's why I said I started it was Aries season Alright And then I recognized uh, The contradiction of it So I'm yeah. like yeah I really fully I don't subscribe to uh, who, the, who else is, is an Aries Shout out Raven My sister is an Aries right because her birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. Shout out my sister Janine. She's uh she's a, a Aries. Big two five. Raven by two. I don't know if, if I want to say her. I don't know if she giving permission to say her. Shout out Raven. <laughs> Shout out Ray. Your name has come up four times today on Hella Black. But that, that that's my reason. We I'm are not, not trying to offend nobody. I just We don't. I think we have to uh I'm not gonna blame my placement on like why I am the way I am. I'm like, I'm the way I am because of a material condition condition of my life yeah. from you feel me like we a product of our ancestors you feel me looking back that and uh, I'll be un- I'll be interested in I mean in understanding the development of astrology and what it looks like you know in pre-colonial Africa I mean it was it was I mean pre-contact with I think opinions. it's astrology versus astronomy though that's, the, that's Wait, the what thing. is astronomy? Astronomy is the study of the stars. Astrology is the Sometimes the, I feel so dumb. <laughs> astronomy <laughs> is like understanding the universe, understanding the planets, you know, from from a scientific perspective, right? So understanding the 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 dialectical connection between uh Celestial the sea rising and phenomena and phenomena. The sea rising and the moon shifting. You feel me? Uh-huh. Or understanding the planets, like oh, there's Pluto, and then oh, all of a sudden there is no Pluto. You know, <laughs> astrology is Here using you go. astrology star- versus astronomy. Astronomy is a study of the universe and its contents outside of Earth's atmosphere. Astrology attempts to study how those positions, motions, and properties affect people and events on Earth. Okay, I got it. I got it. All right. Well, hella black. Episode 123 or 124? 100. Damn, isn't that even. 
It's episode 121. I could have sworn we did more. Yeah, episode 121. Hello, Black. We're here. Alive. Optimistic. Hopeful. Did we get any responses from uh from Black Joy on our last yeah. one? Uh we we got a few responses. I just gotta pull them up. But as always, like and subscribe. Oh, like and subscribe. Well, you can subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash Hello Black Pod. Give us a five star review. Uh Black Joy is something that we've been, we've been fluctuating on over the years. This is our fifth year of the podcast, right? 28, 2017? Yeah. Fifth year. Fifth year. It's a whole hand right there. We finna get we finna get a yeah. We're gonna we're gonna dive into this, man. I'm I'm excited about the future of Hella Black. And we've all come a long way. If you've been listening for five years, if you've been listening for five months, if you've listened days, for five days, or even five seconds or five minutes, gonna be rocking with us. So what do we got from? So yeah, Black Joy, share what you've been going through. Um, the happy shit. <laughs> share your your happy, joyful experiences. Uh, you can either add on Twitter at Hello Black Pop if you're a patron. You know, just respond to the episodes, however you want to do it. But tap in with us, man, so we can start to, you know. Never mind. I was gonna say talk. <laughs> tap in with us so we could we could post build, your we joy. can build together. We share our energy, joy our and read your, energy. read your joy on on the pod. So yeah, share your joy. Revolutionary love is what we slanging over here, man. You know what I mean? Come on, patreon.com slash hellblackpod, and that brings us to our segment. Called Black Joy <laughs> But nah For real though Joy We're gonna we gon talk about More in this episode Around Especially Hope Or optimism Is a better word As a as a part of Having a revolutionary discipline And not just Succumbing to Pessimism mm-hmm. You feel me So we're gonna talk about more You know So I think even Us coming to Black Joy Is a part of Having a discipline Of revolutionary optimism In our own lives And, and speaking that Into the podcast This is not a dis to Afro pessimists, because <laughs> <Nah, it is. laughs> <laughs> like they gonna hear us talk about positive. Like, like, don't be a pessimist. Like, if you, we, that's all we on. We just saying we're trying to make a case as to why you should have a historical, a historical. Um, we're trying to give an analysis based on history as to why you should have a positive outlook. Uh, as anyone who's working to change. Society to change the world, specifically anyone that is taking on the politic of uh, putting an end to racism, to capitalism, to poverty, to hunger, you know, to colonial subjugation, right? To anyone that's taking a, a stance on that, you need positive. It, this cannot be done without positive energy, right? Both in mind and actual practice, and so that's what we that's what we sticking on. This is more of uplifting of a. The need for for positive thinking, acting, that's what this is. Especially around revolutionary organizing, if that's what we we is doing. That's what we're we trying do. to free the land. If we're trying to free the people, and build the new African independence movement, and establish the Republic of New Africa, and establish Pan Africanism, revolutionary optimism is a requirement. Positive energy, overwhelming positive energy, is a requirement. 
for revolution. So that's that's where we coming from. But share share the people. Share the peoples. Sure, we ain't got none. Even from we, we had we had we had some people, but I think we read that on the last episode. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. Our man, come on, Patreon family, what's up? I'm, I'm gonna write a post. I'm gonna write a post. I'm gonna beg y'all. Like, come on, my nigga. We appreciate the monetary support, but like, we gotta go a little step further. This gonna take five. Or maybe they know joy out there. Shit, that's fair. But come on, it gotta be. Out there, of you all go the with the pe- there you go with the Afro pessimism uh, talking points. <laughs> hey, with, with all the patrons, we can't get one single response. Type that right now, bro. Please type that out. Like, hey, out of all the out of all the people we got on here, y'all can't give us a little joy. <laughs> Come on, my nigga. We could we could recycle the last joy. Nah, we already did that. Mm. Shout out to you though. <laughs> All right, my joy. When's the last time we recorded? Cause you dropped this podcast on March. Last the last 7th. one we dropped was March seventh. Okay, and it says twenty first. So since then, what have I done? Well, I mean, number one, just uh, my sister's birthday party at the house. Friday. That was amazing. I love a good house party, bro. Like, I love a good house party. It's been a minute since the house party, too. Yeah. Got to see two of my grandmothers. Had a few of my siblings here, my cousins, friends. It was, I think that was my sister's first party back home in four years. Because her and Keenan had seen each other, and she was like, he was like, nigga, I ain't seen her in four years. I'm like, what? Damn. Bro, but it's because how often I see both of them. Yeah, so you it's like. Me? It's like. But never a year. I didn't see her in New York. I didn't went to Connecticut. Here, obviously, now that she's back home. And so, uh, when he said that, I'm like, damn. But, yeah, it's, uh, that's like the shit that we be doing over here with the family. Like, that's how I grew up, bro. Because all my family was in North Oakland. Like, nigga, my sister's mama, like, Dania and Tahana, they mom and her mom, so they grandparents, lived two houses down from my dad and my grandparents. And then you got my other auntie was living on 52nd. I was living on 47th. I had my auntie Lois staying on 43rd. Bro, you literally walked... Half a block, <laughs> you know, auntie and another yeah, block. I think block my grandma was on 65th. Yeah. You feel me? Like, bro, it so was, you, you straight up through every, <laughs> every It was park. amazing, bro. It was amazing. Then when my auntie moved to Ashby, it was like, Tch. so I just spent a lot of time in this little specific locale, you know, like a little like three mile radius. <laughs> but I don't know. I love that shit, bro. Like, I was talking to, uh, who was I talking to? Was I talking to 2 1? I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was saying, like, it ain't nothing more important than family and community. Like, Straight up. Nothing. Like, you know, I can't think of one thing, you feel me? And that's why I, I fuck with organizing. <laughs> like, it's, it ain't, a, what's, what's more important than that? I mean, of course, capitalism, you know, teaches us to be about the individual, right? It's all about you and your experience. Me, 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 me. <laughs> amassing. And I have to deal with that, you know, sometimes I think it's like, why, why do you want this, you know? But... I'm lucky enough. I know for some people, you know, that that wasn't their experience, you know, because their families is a result of their own colonial subjugation and, and hurt, right? But I was just so fortunate. I could trace it back to my great-great-grandmother, Jewel, my great-grandfather, Clarence, my great-grandmother, Charlene, my great-grandfather, 
uh, Leonard and my great grandmother, Elzora, right? Like these are the people who, as far as back as I can trace it, you know, they set the foundation for this shit. And of course with gentrification, like, bro, that shit got my family all over the place, like spread out, you feel me? And so anytime we get to, I'm glad that we get to reconvene in the North, especially with my grandma's like house being gone now. So yeah, that's my that's my joy, man. The family was over here. We ate hella good. Shout out Mari. Hey, shit, shameless plug. If you in the Bay Area, <laughs> you need to be catering through Mari's menu. Mari's menu. M A R I S M E N U. Best caterer in the Bay Area. Period. Plain blank. And she doing meal preps now, so it's. Tap in. Game over. Tap in with her. She supplied the food. It was a, a bust down of tremendous proportions. Yeah, that's my black joy. What about you? Shoot. Honestly, getting into the uh, start Muay Thai, you feel me? Especially coming back from uh, COVID and having no breath mm-hmm. <laughs> to a month later, finally getting my breath back. You feel me? Getting, getting back in, in shape and getting my, my wind back. You feel me? So that's a, a, a big moment, especially post COVID. Like fuck. <laughs> From my first day, uh allowed to be back outside and going to city sports and almost dying off bench press to be able to go, you know, do two workouts of uh of Muay Thai, you know, at the gym. Being able to do that. It's a good feeling to get that, that progress back, you know. Have you had a month yet? Yeah. It's been the month now. So feeling good. Feeling good about that. Being active, you know what I'm saying? Mind, body and spirit. It's wild how, like, what exercise it can do to, like, your overall well-being. But then, like, seeing, like, how it shifts your days, too. I think because, you know, you can't – when you really committed to, to that kind of, like, lifestyle and, and when you committed to that type of lifestyle, you start thinking about everything in terms of, like, how can I be my best self? Feeling so like, all right, like, it leads to, like, niggas going grocery shopping, drinking more water, not going out. You feel me? Because, like, oh, I want to be in shape for this. Like, I care about this more than I care about the other <laughs> shit, right? That it's like, how, yeah, it just how needs you to hydrating. You feel me? I'm like, I'm well hydrated, bro. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Shoot. I'm doing my laundry more because you feel me? I got to have fresh clothes. You feel me? Or wash my wraps. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's just it's a, a ripple effect in your life. You know what I mean? So it's definitely. And if you up at, you be doing the early class. So you if you up early, like, you're not finna, by the time you come home, you like, Kind of energized up. It's like, damn, I'm finna get my day started. Bro, that's why I'm like, today I felt hella good. I'm like, yeah. you feel me? Got up early. Post to come home and get in the bed type shit. Or just, you feel me? Staying sleeping sleeping in, in or something. Yeah. You feel me? It's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a, <laughs> think about that documentary we watched, but like, just knowing you up, you feel me, before yeah. everybody else and getting it in, you feel me? And then it's like, you just got it. It's healthy in. competition. It's, yeah, yeah. It's healthy competition. I, and it's like it's wild, bro. You used to really be, and I used to tell you, you used to be like, bro, I can't get up early. I'm like, bro, no, that is a frame of mind, bro. Like that is. A, I really used to tell you that, that bro. is like, a frame bro, of I'm mind, bro. Morning, now my I'm morning like, person, like, bro, that's a frame of mind. <laughs> like, like, I'm living proof. <laughs> I'm living proof. If you want to get up, you gonna get up. You are gonna do it and address the contradiction within yourself, and then you just you make it a habit. Make it a habit. So that's. And it's like one month you got to think about the strides you gonna make in. Like you're not in shape. Huh. You feel me? Like you gotta think about the strides you're gonna make in by come like July. Yeah. After doing this shit consistently. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah, I'm just like, all right, if I'm feeling good at a month, now I'm gonna really get after it. You feel mm-hmm. me? Four months later, five months later, consistency. 
excited for that. Muay Thai and house parties, y'all. <laughs> that's the name of this episode. <laughs> Muay Thai and house parties. That's that's what's keeping us alive. <laughs> what's keeping y'all alive? And that's why we want to y'all to share y'all black joy. Patreon.com slash Pod. Go share it. Or tweet at us at, at HelloBlackPod. We're going to post on. What about our non-black patrons? Do they not get to share their joy? Y'all can share y'all uh, joy. Share y'all joy. Just don't call it black hashtag joy. Non, <laughs> hashtag non-black joy. <laughs> hashtag non-black joy. <laughs> but nah, like, you feel me a little, you know, y'all feel free to comment, man. We'll share y'all shit. Yeah. We'll share y'all shit. We'll, just be a, we'll have a black joy section, and then we'll have a joy section. Yeah, there, there we go. Joy. <laughs> Just overall joy. But yeah, the purpose of this episode is it's imperative. Even as we in the midst of our own struggles as human beings, as organizers, we find that it's very important to speak positive energy into the work that we do. Because while this work can seem very tumultuous and it can also seem dismal at times, right? When you look at the state of the world, when... You going out and you like, damn, we feeding these people. We've been feeding these people for years, but the encampments keep getting bulldozed. We've been feeding these people. We've been feeding these people, but the rent keeps keep going up. We've been providing these healthcare services. We providing these groceries. We're doing this PE, but um, you know the conditions of our people haven't changed much. You know, the, the Western Empire seems to keep growing, yet and still, we do know. As a result, as a result of the development of the word world, right? I'm trying to be more, I'm trying to figure out how to use more accessible language because I was reading Fanon, right? And it's wild because academics love him. But he has some stuff where he's just like, y'all, like he just be roasting all the intellectual masturbation and using specific words. He like, make this shit as simple as possible. Like, what is it called? A demagogue? Like, people who, like, just hear themselves speak type shit? Like, we don't, like, that's, don't do that. And so now I'm like, okay, how do I explain dialectics without saying, like, oh, dialectics? But, like, you know, based off the development of the world, as we know, like, this shit has to end at some point. This colonial subjugation has to end. With racism, white supremacy, capitalism will come to an end. It will. It will. That's a fact of the matter. It, it will come to an end. This empire, the United States of America, it will come to an end. Israel, it will come to an end. These settler colonies, they will come to an end. That is a fact. They, they will. Histo- that's a historical materialist fact if we understand empires. Uh-huh. And then if we also understand organizing and building amongst people in the, in the, in the so-called third world, right, which is a product of the development of these capitalist nations, it's going to happen because people was resisting and people was fighting back. Yep. You feel me? <laughs> and so we've had these pockets of it, right? Like we've had these sporadic sporadic moments. And in some places you've had like the mass organization, which would get you like the United Soviet Socialist Republics, right? The USSR. That's how you get that through that mass. Like that's like we've seen it in small. We've seen it in big. And so we know that one day it'll just be in complete mass. We know that this can happen as a result of history. And what has to be... A company, if you look at the underground, the underlying theme of all these individuals and organizations was a positive outlook, was a belief that they would get their freedom, even in the midst of all the shit that was going on. Again, talking about Fanon and uh, 
Algeria, in the midst of all that's going on in, in their French colonization, they still like, nah, we gonna get free. We believe in the people. In the, even in the midst of all the neocolonial agents, we gonna get free. Lumumba, even to his last days in that in that fucking prison, I'm gonna get free. You feel me? <laughs> we, the Congo will rise. You feel me? In uh, Krumah, we gonna get free. Positive energy, Kwame Toure. We gonna get free. Positive energy. Believe it, you know we what I'm saying? Get free. That's always been the motto. It's independence, sovereignty, and freedom. And that has to. That has to. Thousand <laughs> percent. Be our last dying breath. Mm-hmm. Because it has to be an overwhelming amount of positive force. Right? We is surrounded with negative force every single day, from capitalism, colonialism. Imperialism, right? It's a negative force. So, what is the natural? <laughs> what is the opposite? It's positive force. Organizing, building, uh, building sovereignty, building programs to where we don't have to rely on the negative force to be in the state. And then, what does that mean for yourself as a person? If you have a negative outlook into every program you're a part of, you have a negative outlook in the way you view yourself day to day. If you view yourself negatively, how are you going to view the people positive? I, I just, I don't, I don't see it. And what's the point of doing this if you, if you don't got no belief in it? Because that's all positivity is. Optimism is, is belief in faith. And, you, and if we understand how, uh, how thought precedes actions, right? Like we Your gotta thought f- is everything. <laughs> Your thoughts is everything, literally. And this is not to say And that, you got to counteract, yeah. you feel me? Because you, you will have negative thoughts. That is a fact. We are being indoctrinated every single day through the television, through the CIA-funded Twitter, the TikToks. We, we is, our brains is designed to, uh, from these programming, is designed to think a certain way. You're going to have negative feelings of self if you're always being pumped this new thing, this new thing, this new thing, this new trend, this new Look trend, like this new this, diet, this new diet, that, this that. new shirt, this new shirt, you feel me? <laughs> and you don't have it. <laughs> so you got to counteract that that programming. And the way you do that is through positivity. It's through positive thinking. And it, it ain't just some like pseudoscience. Like there's it's scientific studies showing that, that your outlook on life, I mean, that's even the theory of a cognitive behavioral th- therapy. It's changing the way your, your thought patterns are. All right, when that negative thought is I'm not enough for... I'm not feeling, you know, you have to counteract that with something positive. I am enough. I am finna make this happen. I am finna get it in. You feel me? And so on all levels, this is necessary from just like an individual, personal level, and then applying it to organizing. You have to have belief and faith and a positivity in what y'all are doing. Or this thing is, the organization will fail. You as an organizer will fail. And of course, this isn't... Uh, you as a person will fail. Yeah. You feel me? Like if you have a negative outlook on everything... Or a negative outlook on fifty percent of the things you were doing, you was going to fail. And this is not a rejection of materiality, right? Like I think about myself, it was hard to be very positive when I was sleeping on my aunt's floor and couldn't, you know. Yeah. But I tried my best to stay positive and like kept looking for jobs and all these things and you know reading all. That. And so you got to just this this is not blanket solutions, right? We're not yeah. saying like one day things will be fixed by positivity. We're just we're just saying starting to create the habit. Of gaining a positive outlook, especially anyone that's organizing. Yeah, and we talking about positivity to lead to a, a culminating moment where enough positivity overwhelms the negativeness of imperialism, colonialism, 
settler colonialism and overthrowing that. You feel me? So having that build up, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? It ain't just this like, oh, just the uh, neoliberal positivity movement. Oh, just be positive. Like, nah, we <laughs> positive as a political objective. <laughs> it was. You feel me? If you're yeah. subscribing to the principles of revolutionary nationalism and revolutionary pan-Africanism, it calls for positive action. You feel me? Yeah. To where we is becoming our own liberators, to where we is building programs that meet the material needs of our people in the, in the here, in the moment right now, but towards a political objective as well, right? Yeah. And I think uh, Nkrumah, y'all hear us talk about him, Kwame Nkrumah. Uh, first president of independent Ghana. Y'all got to tap in with his books. Uh, the ones that I have studied in their entirety are the Handbook of Revolutionary Warfare, Class Struggle, Conscism. Is there one more we read? I haven't really fully like studied neocolonialism. Yeah, I read some of it, but those are the three that I have I've read front to back and continue to reference and study. So y'all should tap in with it. But in his book Conscism, he talks about how like. Revolution is nothing but the accumulation of positive forces in one direction for the end of colonial subjugation. That's how he puts it in context of like the African Revolution, right? The new African Revolution. And what he says is that positive, positive, like revolution is not the absence of negativity, right? Positivity is not the absence of negativity. It's just that the positive forces are so strong that they make the negative insignificant. So you will have, in your own days, in your own days, in your own life, in your own organization, y'all will have the negative moments. The positive just needs to outweigh it so that the negative is therefore insufficient, right? So like if me and you don't agree on something, that's the combating of, you know, some opposing forces, right? But as long as we seeing eye to eye on the majority of this shit and we got the positive energy on the majority of this shit, that whatever we not seeing eye to eye on is going to be so insignificant. That it, you know, it won't impact our relationship, yeah. it won't impact, and that's just how people got to look at things. It's not the... I think, or even the contradictions that could arise, you know, yeah, hypothetically, they, it's going to lead to positive action if you have principles. And that's that's and that's what materialism teaches us, right? That everything has positive and negative in it, right? And it's just about getting the positive to outweigh the negative, so that we can make that positive qualitative shift, right? Um, and damn, what was we talking about before? We were saying something around. I had a thought, but I kind of just lost it. We had mentioned Nkrumah and that. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like some people like to. As we've come to know Twitter as like essentially a CIA think tank in all forms of social media, especially with uh, this recent report that said you had CIA agents, uh, you had the CIA uh, briefing, TikTok briefing TikTokers on, on talking points to have around. So you know if they're admitting Russia. it on TikTok, you, you know, know what's the going, show is already been on Twitter. You know on there's Twitter. bots. You know, there's there's you a sector them. of the CIA yeah. that just sits online. And, Blue check. Yeah. Blue check, you feel me? They might got a Ukraine flag in their bio. So <laughs> a I, Ukraine and American flag in their bio. And they look like us. And as a result of this sector, right, of this U.S. intelligence propped up sector, uh, you have them pushing rhetoric that speaks of everything's and absolutes, that speaks as if it's like it's all or you get this all or nothing mentality. Like it's so people think that as soon as one thing happens, it's the end of something. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing like, bro, it's conflict like the, is a part of development, especially anyone claiming themselves as a dialectical, dialectical materialist. Like, how can you be a dialectical materialist but be against organizing? You feel me? Like because organizing is oh, don't organize this. It's you're gonna have to fight through hierarchy. You're gonna have to uh, deal with all the interpersonal conflicts. That, like, is, bro, that, that's is, that is that is life in general, and that is an op. You can't escape that. Even if you don't organize, you're not gonna escape that. You are gonna experience that in your household. You are gonna experience that inside your own body as a result of materialism. You are gonna experience that. And so we have to realize, like, in organizing, and what we had to 
again, our organization being in its fifth year, I think what people have been able to see through the result of uh, the membership process, through the result of political education, through all the restorative shit that we've done, um, you get to see that like positivity is not, and growth and development is not the absence of negativity. It's about, it's not the absence of contradictions. It's about working through them in real time so that we can, again. And addressing those contradictions. You feel me? And gathering up the going positivity to, in it. It's <laughs> going to lead to a positive force mm-hmm. if done in the correct way. But people are just like, oh, the moment you have a, you get into an argument, Leave. it's all over. The moment y'all see eye to eye, it's all over. The moment it's like, nah, bro, we finna talk about this. That's what We finna gather up this positive stuff and you gotta think, what, what do the people have that are inv- so invested in negativity? I mean, but that's that's what you see online. There's always negative negativity. It's a, for a lack of a better word, shit posting. You feel me? It's like, I saw a take the other day. It was like, oh, because organize, or black women shouldn't organize them because it just will we'll never be free type shit. So just go travel and enjoy your life. What if Harry Tubman had that attitude? Bruh, so it's like. Asada Shakur had that attitude. <laughs> Sophia Bakari. So it's literally, like, that has been the actual op in terms of talking points to stop people from organizing. Oh, there's going to be contradictions. Oh, there's going to be conflict. Guess what? There's contradictions everywhere and there's conflict everywhere. There's, there will always be conflict, whether it's at your job, in your house. It's how you handle conflict. Do you address it principally? Do you have principles or not? If you do have principles, then you'll be able to do it in a positive way. Be where, strong, too. You feel me? <laughs> like, be strong. Like, you feel so me? that's why niggas got to reject, you feel me, these apps and this constant negativity that, that is being fed, fed to us. And then we, we, we react. And we I respond get it. based off of stimuli, yeah. you know, and it's it's real. I get it. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard it is. It's, it's a di- but that's why, as a revolutionary, if you if you claiming to be part of the, a, a revolutionary, you have to develop it into a discipline. And I'm not saying this as somebody like preaching. I'm saying this for my own self. I've had to develop that as a discipline. You feel me? Day to day, like all right, I'm feeling negative. I might talk about it, but now nah, all right, let's go get it. Damn, this shit is stressful. All right, bet it is. Let's go get it. <laughs> Let's go address it head on. And that's why. I, and that's why I value organizing because this thing hasn't been easy to build, not at all. And again, we are in our infantile stages, right? Five, this being our fifth year, but this is the result of hella difficult conversations of like, okay, you ain't following through on this, or you ain't, or you don't understand this, or bro, I don't like when you said this to me. I like it's like. And we've all been grounded in a, in a principle. The folks that are still here have been grounded in the principle, principles and politics that can get us through to having, again, accum, uh, accumulating that positive energy, grounding us in common understanding and common goals. And it wasn't easy, period, point blank. It's not easy. And that's why, like, you can't use the word comrade lightly. Comrade is developed through struggle. It's a term of war, for one. You feel me? It's a term of, of war and struggle. And how was that built through us without us either struggling with us struggling amongst each other, struggling against other people, struggling yeah. amongst yourself? That's <laughs> like, where comrade is developed from. Yeah. You feel me? And so, like, how is someone a comrade and y'all haven't struggled? You feel me? It's like relationships are are just built through again. Work. That's any relationship, and that's all organizing is is building building a community based off relationships, building love based off relationships. And so, this shit is going to be hard, especially when you t- consider the fact that they came to the continent. Broke us all up, put us on these on these ships, put us in these castles, put us in these cellars, put us on these plantations, 
So yeah, it's gonna put be, us in these prisons. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to work through some of that shit, but we owe it to ourselves, we owe it to our ancestors, and we owe it to the future to struggle through this shit, bro. We owe it to ourselves to struggle through this shit. And you can your life is going to you struggling out there alone. You struggling out Especially there alone. Especially under anyway. capitalism. <laughs> and again, I don't want to. I, I, a lot lucky. I've been lucky enough to have the family that I do have, but this organizing shit, like nigga, I didn't know you. With the exception of Brazy, who I met when for me we was eighteen, we developed that. Feel me, like roommates for two years. Me and Yimmy went to school together, high school, but we had to really develop something. You feel me? Didn't know Ray. Didn't know Ty. Didn't know Ayana. Like, y'all think we just organizing because like, it was struggle that had to go through that. Like, real, real struggle. You feel me? It's like, that's what we, you, you got to ground yourself in that. So anything worth, anything, to build anything, it takes struggle. No matter what it is. No matter what it is. It takes struggle. And so ground yourselves in that. With a positive outlook, it make the struggle a little easier. Expect people feed off of that too. You feel me? like when you come into a conversation, like, look, bro, I know, like, I just want to get to the bottom of this. You feel me? Like, this is my goal. But the net, though, that should be, it's conditioned us to handle hardships and conflicts in a terrible way. In a very um, principled. I fell in victim to that, fallen victim to that. Yeah. You feel me? It's like, it's, it's, it's taught us to handle conflicts in Run to the internet. terrible ways. You know? <laughs> Or you just carry that internet energy with you in real life, real and it's, that's not the real life. It ain't the real world. You can't respond the way you do on the internet. You feel me? In real life, you can do that, but it ain't gonna get you far. You know, it's just gonna be negativity, negativity, right? And if we look at theories around revolutionary nationalism and, and Pan Africanism, it's when an overwhelming positive force is so strong. That it overcomes the negative and it frees the land from Euro-American control, from European control, right? So if Ghana gets free, that's a positive force. But if Ghana, if the Congo ain't free and the Belgians is in the Congo <laughs> and the CIA is there, that's a negative force. Mm -hmm. So that has to be addressed as well. You have to, it's a culmination of positive force and positive energy, Right. That's what. That's how we have to uh, look at revolution. It's a culmination of a positive force. All right, this territory gets free. Now this next territory has to get free. And now that next territory has to get free. Now th th we have three or four free territories. Now that's four territories, positive force going against. You know, still a bunch more <laughs> that that is, has negative force. But now you have four. And you talk and now you have five. Yeah. And now you have six. And it's a catalyst. It's a chain reaction. And, you talk and that's about the beauty of revolution, and, that, and that's yeah. the beauty of understanding it from a scientific lens, because it shows us that all change starts with a few people at, at the beginning. Organization started with a couple people at the beginning, started with me and you at the beginning, and then it's grown because of positive energy, because of a positive force. Every big organization, every organization, every freedom movement, every revolutionary organization started with a small amount of people rising up, creating positive energy. And then other people see that positive energy and add their positive energy. <laughs> and then that overthrows it. Overthrows the system. Yeah, I mean, again, he's putting it in the context of revolution. Understanding that revolution is, in fact, positive forces combating the negative force of white supremacist capitalists. Of white supremacist capitalism, right? 
And I even think about, you know, you're talking about these liberated territories, like these liberated territories governed by socialism, scientific socialism, is in fact going to yield positive results. Healthcare for all, that's a positive thing. Think about how many people can't afford to get their medication. 31 million people in this nation don't have health care. Getting sent home from the hospital after being diagnosed with cancer, can't afford chemo. And then you literally have Obama's former administration, people working in that administration, posting memes with uh, all these you know, uh, jet airplanes and bombs saying, this is why we don't have affordable health care. This is why we don't have free health care so we can have this. Literally, it's saying, we, yeah, we have spent all our money on the military, and that's why you don't have health care. So we can go bomb Africa, West Asia, and kill black and brown people. <laughs> you got people. Or, you know, yeah. kill Russians <laughs> right now in Ukraine. Yeah. And you think about a, a society governed by socialism, uh, housing for all, right? That's a positive thing. We watch people freeze to death. You get to some of these places in New York and the Midwest, motherfuckers on the street freezing in Oakland, dying of starvation, food for everybody. Being able to contribute to the development of society, maximizing your purpose, your creativity as a human being. Don't that sound positive to you? Well, what is the negativity? The U.S., both the United States and Israel, negative. The U.S. and Israel, the two countries in this world, two countries that said food isn't a human right. Who <laughs> are the biggest, of course, Europe as well. But if we look at power in terms of pan-Europeanism, America at the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. What's a negative? What's a negative force? People starving, no access to health care. Negative forces. The 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 price of a of a barrel of gas going down, but the price of a gallon of gas going up, because who buys the barrel? The capitalist. Who buys the gallon? The worker. That's a negative force. Come on. That's a negative. That's a negative force. Literally, even though they got all this oil in their reserves, and Exxon is making billions of dollars because of this NATO war in Ukraine versus Russia. So the shareholders and the companies and the corporations are making billions of dollars, while you paying seven dollars to go to work. For a gas, seven dollars. The a gas gallon. got cheaper for them and got more expensive for you. How does that work? Don't that sound negative? That sound negative as hell. But again, there is a positive opposite. Revolution, <laughs> because you can't join into a. How do you join? If we look at it as a positive and negative, you can't join into this negative system expecting something positive to come out of it. You can't join an imperialist system. Expecting something positive to come out of it. A colonial system expecting something positive to come out of it. What you got to do, true positivity, revolutionary positivity, build, organize, struggle. Struggle, organize, build. (laughs) Struggle against yourself. Struggle with your comrades and develop more positivity. Address the contradictions. That's the discipline we got to have as revolutionaries. We have to have optimism as a discipline, positivity as a discipline. Even right now, talking about positive energy, I feel myself feeling lighter. Bro, I feel good, bro. I'm like, man, I'm ready to go get it in again. <laughs> What's up? I'm getting juiced. Have faith in your people. Have faith in yourself. Again, anybody that's talking about revolution, if you're preaching that, you've got to have some positivity. 
I never heard of a, a negative revolution, a revolution fueled by negativity and doubt and non-belief. And nobody ever got free off negativity. It's, it's not going to happen. What, what mark we at? 43, 44. I think we could do a little extended cut. It could be brief, too. For this next portion of the pod, you have reached the capitalist paywall. <laughs> Y'all talk about socialism, but have a paywall. Hey, dogs got to eat, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> from uh, <laughs> the Four Brothers. <laughs>